Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we kick off the episode, we are so excited to tell you about the Allure Beauty Box. As we head into the holiday season, there is no better time to start thinking about a unique and pretty fabulous gift that you can get someone you love. Each month, the editors at Allure pick out six curated products just for their members. You will receive at least three full-size products valued at $100 or more. The editors have a mix of luxury and indie brands that they're dying to share, and they love to throw in extra goodies. They have boxes starting at just $19 a month, and they feature all the brands that we love, like MAC, First Day Beauty, Victor and Rolf, Tarte, Rare Beauty, Charlotte Tilbury, and so many more. To shop, head over to the show notes of our episode and find the link there. You can also head over to themomvoice.com and click the Shop the Show page where it will take you directly to their link. We really do think this is a great gift idea, or you can just do it for yourself. All right, on to the episode. Okay, Lauren, you're going to die that I'm about to put this on the pod, but I'm about to put this on the pod, okay? okay. <laughs> we know. were recently um, at a cabin, a friend's cabin with our husbands, and we had <laughs> the most bizarre conversation about pee. Yeah. And how our pee can smell at certain times. Well, specifically asparagus. Specifically asparagus. And what was the one that George brought out, brought onto the table? This was so random. I need to know if this is like a known thing out there. Well, no. I think the fact, first of all, smacks. Smacks Smacks. cereal. Who, that's a flash from the past. Like, does anyone even remember that? I've never had it. It's, it, it was like when we were kids, there was a frog on the cover. I think it was a brown box. Um, and they're little, um, are they corn. like apple smacks? No, they, no, no. You're thinking apple jacks. Apple jacks. Apple jacks. And that's yeah. still around. We buy apple jacks once in a while. Okay. No, smacks, are, they're those little brown, um, oh, I should have read what it said. Corn puffs or yeah. something. Yeah. And they're like sweetened, but they are like a light brown color. And they like kind of look like a little peanut or something, kind of like how it's open. Um, I don't know. He like randomly referenced smacks and he's like, yeah, it makes your pee smell. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's so many layers to that. Like the smacks, the cereal, the pee, like all of it. I'm like, babe, I haven't bought that cereal like ever. And I don't even think they sell smacks. They do have like knockoff versions. You don't think they sell them anymore? I don't think they do. George bought a generic bag of the same like kind of like sweetened corn puff or whatever it is. And it had like a another animal on it. And it wasn't called smacks. It was like literally like the multiple meal bag okay, ones. Yes. And so, um, and it, I mean, they were good and he like loved him and then it's funny because oh I was just going to the bathroom and I said to Sarah I'm like yeah my pee kind of smells like smack cereal <gasps> that's I don't so know why funny. I call it smack because yeah. it's not but yeah um so things I don't that know. make your pee smell yeah weird things that make isn't your- it weird like the occasional time that I will drink a coffee 
specifically, it reeks. My pee really reeks of coffee. Is that like a thing? I don't know. I didn't know so that. So weird. That is weird. Oh my gosh. I'm it's trying to just think bizarre. if there's, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything so else that makes you I'm pee just speak. curious. No. It's just a weird phenomenon. I need a nurse or somebody to explain to me. Why certain things make your pee smell asparagus, and why other things don't? Asparagus, it is like you could have literally a bite and like within an hour, your pee smells so potent that. It's and so it's weird. such a weird, like that is like, so what strange. what is causing that? Yes. It's like, there, anyway. And you would think more things would cause your pee to smell no, because you're I just mean. consuming. Why is it only very specific random things? And it's like things. maybe three or four things. That's it. So funny. Yeah. So you guys funny. have to tell us that. What makes your pee smell? Yeah. I'm just curious. Oh, you know. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, it's Halloween, Lauren. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh my gosh. Halloween landed on a Monday this year, which is so fun. So fun. A lot of our children are celebrate. A lot of your children probably already celebrated. I know I heard a lot of my friends had parties as early as the weekend before. Yes. Before. Um, So I mean, I know you're probably so beat down of Halloween by well, this time. When, I always am. When Halloween lands like like this and you have a full weekend ahead, like it's just festivity Overload. after festivity after Overload. festivity. Everything is like the farms, the pumpkin patches, all the things are just sold out. It's just crazy. Um, lots of fun. And yeah, you kind of a little burnt out by the time trick-or-treating actually comes, right? I Tonight know. for trick-or-treating. Well, and on the hills of trick-or-treating, not to be a pessimist or to like scare you at all. But tonight, after the kids come home with all their candy, guys, just be like so aware of what your kids get and check it. Like if anything is open, please like throw it away. I've seen so many like horrible news stories lately about fentanyl and dangers of like different drugs and like whatever. Oh, that's terrifying. No, it is terrifying, truly. And how like a little, little tiny little bit can like kill someone. Yes. It's like I have heard the most random stories with like fentanyl stuff. No, it's like rampant right now. Oh my gosh. It just freaks me out. So more than ever, be on guard. Like I literally heard someone say that they're now looking like um, tarts, candies, yeah. Yeah, and they're stuff. colorful and stuff. And so not to be a downer, just like FYI, in case you don't watch the news a lot. I know I definitely went in periods where I never watched the news. I hated it. Um, but it's like out there. And yeah. I don't know how old your kids are, what's going on. And so just be like extra diligent. Do a health check. Have them throw the candy on the floor. Go through it all. If you see anything that's open and not sealed from the manufacturer, get it the heck out of there, in my opinion. Yeah. I Don't totally you think? agree? Oh, yeah. And we've so been saying scary. this since we were oh, kids. Oh, we totally have. I can remember like commercials on TV telling you, oh, check yeah. your candy bags, blah, 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 blah. And that was 25 years ago. Isn't oh, that yeah. so funny to think? And now today it is like probably more threatening than ever. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, just for like also germ wise, like if anything's oh, romping around think loose in there. To two years ago with COVID and oh, how yeah. we're like people are passing it out with gloves and like, oh, and, like just like pre-sealed even, bags Oh my gosh, and everything was pre-packed. Oh, yeah. Think how far we've come, though. <laughs> I know. I know. What were you going to say? I cut you well, off. No, I know we've mentioned it before, but I guess I'll just say it one more time. Do you want it to be a national holiday on the Saturday, the last Saturday of the month? Or, I would actually love that. Or do you like it being the 31st? I don't think they will ever do that. I, I really don't. Could you imagine if they actually did that, though? 
Um, it I, would be weird. It would be weird. I mean, the thirty first is 31st. like the thirty first. I yes. know. Yeah, I mean, but I, I it get is a it. genius concept. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know why we didn't kind of start that originally. Yeah. On Monday night, it's just tricky. You know, they're going to school tomorrow and they're already partied out. It's but like, a rough day. yeah, it's I mean, it's Super Bowl. Let's be yeah, real. Let's be real. They live for this. They're, they're wanting they to call in sick for this. Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, today we're going to be talking about. We're going to take a little different approach. Usually on Halloween, we we share ghost stories or spooky stories or true crime, serial killer stories, all the all the dark things. Yeah. This year, we're going to take a little bit more positive approach and we're going to talk kind of about like when to introduce your kids to kind of scary scarier things, spooky things, whatever. Yeah. We're very, uh, I wouldn't say different in this manner, but you have Tristan, who's a lot older. Yeah. And um, I have a girl for my oldest, yep. and she's always been a very cautious child, a very kind of like sensitive, not sensitive. I don't like that word really, but like, you know what I mean? She's never been like a risk taker, one to watch, you know, scary things or goosebumps or never yeah, took to that, totally. you know? So, um, in my house, I'm super aware of like, well, first of all, you know, I'm a sleep Nazi. I really am. And I just want to avoid any nightmares, any anxieties, any disruption in the nighttime routine. Right. Truly. And I have so many memories at being a child myself of certain things terrifying me. I really do. And like the anxiety it kind of gave me, it like I would all of a sudden see you know, in the shadows in my room, I would might tell myself, like, you just kind of create these scary things. And oh, like, yeah. So, I mean, do you, did you remember any of that as a child? Like being scared from watching something? Uh, watching something? Yes and no. Like, I mean, yes, I, I, I had fears as a child. Um, I do think I tend to be a rather like brave, tough Oh, adult? even to this day, you can watch more than I can. Do you you can so? you can stomach more than me, I think. I don't like the blood and guts. I no, will say that. Like gore. the blood and gore so much. But I, yeah, I do love a good mystery. I love a good ghost story, whatever, anything like that. Um, but yeah, taking it back to when we were kids, there's definitely times where I felt definitely spooked or on edge. And I can specifically remember there was a chapter in my, maybe like, 12 to 14 years that I was really scared. My bed was under my window. And I remember oh, there would gosh. be some nights that I would just lay there and think of like my escape route. If someone came through my window, oh, how Lauren. bizarre is that though? How bizarre? Yes. I don't even know what egg that on. It was like a weird little anxiety I had for like just a period of time. Cause it like left and I didn't like sleep with one eye open forever. Um, and I say that cause you all know my son, Tristan has kind of night anxiety and his is based upon someone like breaking in or robbing us or killing us or something. It's not on ghosts or goblins. And so I do remember very specifically having just a stage of that in my own room. And I just thinking like, what if, and like, what would I do? Or how would I go? Or what would I, and that, but that was a brief stint going back to when I was younger, we wanted to talk about maybe movies or things that kind of perked our like fears or spooked us really. And I can remember the one movie, I don't know how old I was and it's now on Disney plus, which makes me laugh, which but one? was who, um, oh my gosh, Oogie. No, no, I want to say Oogie Boogie, but that's, um, the, the bookity man. 
The Boogity Man. The I was Boogity gonna, Man? Boogity Man. Or The Boogie Man. Isn't it with a D? Boogity? Boogie. Boogity? Boogie Man. No, you're not just saying Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Boogie? It's Boogie Man. Is it Boogie Man? I'm Googling it yeah, right now. Yeah, you're probably right. No, you're probably oh, totally I right. Love Look at Boogity me. Boogie Man, though. Look at, I think we said it it's like that Boogie as a man. kid. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How <laughs> funny is that? How do they spell it? G-Y? It's B-O-G-E-Y-M-A-N. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait okay. a minute. It's PG-13? Is it the old like 1980? No, it's a 2005. Oh no, not that. Oh. It, it's like 1985, 1989 or something. You need to look up the Boogity Man then. Maybe it is what you're talking about. Okay, we're going to pause for a second. Hold on. Oh my gosh, she, she is right, you guys. We just took a moment and like Googled. There is the Boogeyman, which I think 90% of us have probably heard of. And then there is also Mr. Boogity with Boogity. a D. I, actually, I'm shocked I knew that. Like maybe I've seen it on Disney Plus since I like looked it up. Or maybe I've literally said it He's as a child. creepy looking. It is. Oh, 1986. A long time ago. So I was two when it came out. So I don't know how old I was when I watched it. Maybe six seven okay, i miss the boogity man oh, it's creepy is it? it is so creepy Scarring. it is a creepy movie so this one spooked me i was scared of the boogity man for a little bit and there's a picture an image of him right here and he is scary and oh, i remember uh, like when disney plus came out so it's been out for like two years right like last halloween i think i pulled it up and i go oh my gosh guys flash trauma from the yeah, past here it is Stay and clear. i'm like literally fast forwarding just like to the scenes i can remember i'm like yeah this is like rather creepy but it's also so 80s it's I not know. even funny it's and it's this house and he comes out of the grave and he's a ghost and it is pretty edgy oh and spooky and then so okay i have a funny story so stephanie meyer who wrote twilight grew up in my neighborhood and she went to the same church as i and I'm, um, she's probably, she's probably like five or six years older than me. Yeah. yeah. And I like had a mega crush on her brother and, um, I, we were pretty <laughs> How close. How have we not had her on? I know. I really you would guys, love Stephanie. If you're out there, I want you on the show. Help us out. Go, um, follow Stephanie and tell her to be on the mom I voice. Know. We really want to get her <laughs> on the show. So Stephanie, I took dance from her sister, Heidi. She was like one of my dance teachers and Heidi and Stephanie wanted to have me and my older sister Katie over for like a babysitter sleepover night. So me and Katie go over to their house and I was like so excited because maybe I would see Jacob around the corner. Oh yeah, her brother's name is Jacob. That's right. You told me this a yeah, long Jacob time like ago. like the wolf. Yeah. Um, Jacob is who I had a crush on. I was she like, was maybe team I would Jake. Jacob. She was team Jacob was before team, there was, was a team Jacob. Jacob. Guys, I made team Jacob. Way before we there were was crushing from 10 to 12 hardcore. He asked me to be his girlfriend. <laughs> But I couldn't have a boyfriend until I was 16. So I said yes. And then the next day I went back and I was like, no, I can't. I can't be your girlfriend. I'm only 12. Girl, you should have gotten on that. Team, I, team oh, Jacob. Team Jacob. That okay. is such a fun fact. So, I love so it. I, we go to the sleepover and we watch this movie. And I don't even know what this movie is, but it's called Lady in White. And I remember being Wait, mega spooked by that. I remember being like, this is like really creepy, kind of mature for us. You know, they're like 
young adult teenage girls like just putting on a movie. Just traumatizing. And just traumatizing yeah. us, yeah. Stephanie. You traumatize. Yeah. No, I'm totally kidding. Right. But I remember being pretty scared of that too. Lady and white. I don't even I'm know Googling what this right where, now. Anything, but she like comes out of a lake in this white dress. And it's yes. no, let me see. Did you pull it up? 1988 oh. horror mystery. Look at that. And Another yeah. 80s movie, you guys. PG-13. scary. Wow. Okay, Lady in White 88. Okay, that was Frankie another one. Frankie meets the ghost of a young neighborhood girl who had been found strangled to death 10 years before. Yes, yes. <gasps> and I remember Ooh. like something, there was like some storyline of maybe her being like abused or something. Ooh. And I remember that was very like daunting to me too. Like yeah, just something being introduced bad, to that. Yep, something bad happened to oh, this no. girl. Yeah. Little, like, you know, oh my, gosh. oh my gosh. So those were the two that like, okay, and then one more. Okay. One more. Go. One I know. more. I know. It is... um. Who's the funny guy? Howie. Howie Mandel. Monsters. Oh, yeah. With Fred the Savage. With Fred Savage. Did you watch that one? What's it called? It's called Monsters. Look it up. Never. Monsters. I'm looking Fred it Savage. up right now. Okay. He goes under the bed with the monsters that live under the bed. And he, he goes to this monster world. I remember that was creepy, too. What the heck were you watching? I know. Mom, what were you doing oh to me? Oh, my gosh. No. Is that what it is? Fred Little Sa- Monsters. Little Monsters. Howie Mandel. Yes, and it's creepy as Doesn't he look creepy? Doesn't he look creepy? Oh my gosh. Howie Mandel, Fred Savage, again, like early 90s. I'm probably like, I don't even know, seven or eight, 10. I don't know how old I was. It's creepy. They go under the bed and this this world, like, you know, the monsters live under your bed. It's another boogeyman. Is it? He says, Brian isn't scared of the monster living under his bed. On the contrary, when he gets to know the wild-eyed boogeyman, Maurice, the pair, and Maurice and the pair come, become fast friends. During the night, he takes the young one into the netherworld of monsters. Under the bed. They go under the bed, just like you think there's a monster under My your eyes bed. Are wide. Okay, how do they spell boogity there? Um, it's how I spelled it. Oh, funny. Boogie, so boogie and boogity. So I, the movie I was referring to is boogity. Yeah. And... Again, I think Little Monsters is on Disney Plus. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Okay, the ones that scarred me as a child, way more mainstream and way more lame, probably. But Wizard of Oz. Yes. Terrified me. Why? On Why? so many levels. The witch, the monkeys, the, the tornado. Monkeys, the tornado. Knowing that a tornado could sweep up your house at any time. Yep. Um, yeah, the, the, what do you call them? The little people. Oh, the, 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 the munchkins. The munchkins. Oh, scared the hell out of me. The yeah, munchkins. they did. It just all terrified me. I was scarred by Wizard of Oz forever, for a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen it as an adult, to be oh, quite I, honest. I don't think I have either. To be quite honest. It's so weird. It's so weird. The other one that really, really scarred me was E.T. Yes, I was going to say E.T. too. I was scared of E.T. E.T. You e. wanted to e. like him that he was this cute little guy, but no, he was like no, no. freaky. The specific scene that scared me to death was, was when white. they're, no, when the guys in the suits are marching down yes, the street. Yes, and he's <gasps> white. Remember E.T. turns white in that part? I like he's dying. At all. I and was like the under white, the covers. They're in the, they're in like. I'm like, Steven Spielberg, what are you doing? Well, the best part is they're like in hazmat suits. Yeah. But for some reason, when they're walking down that it's tunnel, so it is so scary. So yes, scary. absolutely. And then E.T.'s dying and he's like white in the like tub. And he's like, I and I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this is so weird too. So it's disturbing. weird. It's weird. It's just disturbing. weird stuff. Oh my gosh. And then the next, my last one is, do you remember the movie Hook? Yep. With Robin Williams. I can, one scene. What's your one scene? I have no idea what it was, but I remember that movie scared me to death. And it's like a Disney movie, isn't it? I actually don't think Disney made it. You don't think it is? No, I don't think he made it. Oh, I thought it was. No, the scene in that movie, when they put him in 
the chest with the black scorpions to torture some guy. Torture has always been hard for me. So So forever. Like it will always be. I I don't watch torture. Like if I, it's like these war movies and stuff. I just, I can't because of the torture. Yeah. Yeah. Like blow up in a bomb, whatever, but like the torture and harm to animals. I can't watch. Like, really? Oh, like, I wait, hate wait, wait, that. Wait, 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 What's harming animals? Like, if some, if somehow somebody's going to go shoot a horse in a movie or, like, something like that. Oh, yeah. Like, are it they har- shooting the horse because he's in discomfort? I don't know, but I don't like it. Oh, I, don't. I don't. I feel like, well, it yeah. hurts me. It yeah. hurts my soul when yeah. an animal yeah. gets hurt okay. in a movie. Yeah. I really don't okay. like that. I got that. So, um, I don't know. Hook was messed up Hook for me. was creepy, though. Hook that because again they came into the room and like took you away and you're in this weird place with the creepy pirate. Mm. Yeah, Hook was creepy. Just so many things. So, so many. it got me onto this like thing of like, man, my my Kate's like almost ten and she still has not seen Hocus Pocus. Oh, girl, we literally just watched The Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time in my family this what, past week. And what did they think of that? They were fine. They thought the imagery was kind of like scary. Kate didn't. She didn't blink. But Luke was fine. And it didn't cause a um, it didn't cause nightmares or anything like that. And so I still haven't seen it. I came I, in and out. But I actually don't think I've ever watched it start to finish really? ever. No, they did. Well, our friend Monica, when we were just there with them. She, her littlest, she's like, oh, this is his like favorite movie. He loves it. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, if I he can handle that it. loves it too. Yeah. And they and just they love did. the song. They thought it and... was fun. And, you know, and it I think. It is a little creepy though. I would say like the like scientist dude, the like, the like create Sally. And then the three little, yeah, there's some oh, like an oogie Tim boogie. Burton in general is just it's so creepy. Yeah. I don't like love his stuff. Oh, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Before we go any further, we want to tell you about Haya. If you've been here for a minute, you know that we love our Haya vitamins. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents have one less thing to worry about. And we love that. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. As we're going into sixth season here and just all the germs at school, I really feel like they have given my kids a great defense for their immunity and they really have stayed healthy all year long. I totally agree. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets today. And let's be real, I'm not always cooking the most balanced meals if I'm cooking at all. So I love that Haya fills in the gaps and I can really have some sense of peace that they're getting the nutrition that they need. We love that they come in a glass bottle that they get to decorate with stickers and really make their own. And then the refills are delivered on a pediatrician recommended schedule each month, which I totally love and we've gotten used to and kind of dependent on to some degree. Yes, love it. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. And to claim this deal, you have to go to this website, hayahealth.com forward slash mom voice. Again, it's not available on their regular website. You have to go to Haya Health, that's H-I-Y-A health.com forward slash mom voice. Make sure to go check it out and get your kids nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So I wanted to kind of walk through the things I introduced my kids to, like throughout their younger years and kind of maybe how to build up to it. If you're If you think about this at all, maybe you don't and your kids are like, immune and you're not worried about the nightmares or anything but I'll I'll kind of tell you ones that have worked well for us for like the younger years um 
there's a mini movie, a Curious George one, and it's called like Boo Fest or something. Mm-hmm. So literally from the time they were born, practically, we that was a tradition of ours. We would watch the Boo Fest, George, and like be super corny about it. We would like read the Spookly, the Square Pumpkin book. We watched all of those. We watched all of those. We There's like a Charlie those. Brown um, Halloween thing. There's a Toy Story Oh, terror, of terror, whatever. Yes, so it's cute. so cute, and I think it kind of slowly introduces you them. Know what was so funny that this is like taking me back too. Is the Shrek Halloween? Yeah, I always thought it was so I like actually it yet, but, but what? I haven't it's seen been it around yet. for ten years. No, I know I haven't. Oh, seen you've it. got to go watch it. It's I know. Uh, to me, it's actually like hilarious. Is it? They have this one with the gingerbread man, and they call him Gingy. You know, Gingy, and he meets like a gingerbread girl. And he falls in love and then she becomes crazy and then she makes all these gingerbread. It's like, oh, but funny. it's like, you know, Shrek has always been a little more adult humor. Like yeah. you're catching the funny. And then there's this Pinocchio crazy. He's, he's um possessed oh. and he's like crawling on the ceiling and stuff. And Pinocchio is. Oh, and it's gosh. just so hilarious how they like make it funny, but creepy yeah. and funny. Yeah. I actually think it's pretty funny. The, the, the Toy Story Terror, we used to watch that every year too. And it is such a classic and it's it's so cute. And the Boo Fest, we loved Boo Fest. Curious George, Sarah and I have both, like the kids have grown up on Curious George. He's I just, just really appreciate it for, I do the education, feel, the storytelling. Kind of, yeah, I think it's a calm, a more calming show. I really yeah. do. And I do think it teaches consequence because he's getting yeah. in trouble and you yep. see the fallout from it. Yep. But then he finds a way to fix it and save the day. <laughs> yes. It's such a cute it's such it's a so cutie. Cute. We love that. And so those are ones that I feel like slowly kind of introduced my kids to like, you know, the not not dark, but like the more anxiety types of shows that can kind of bring fear or anxiety or little spooky feelings or anything like that. Another one we found last year. Well, actually, I think it debuted debuted last year was the Muppets Haunted Mansion. You remember that that came I, out? I've only watched a few minutes. How was oh, it? Oh, we loved it. We like made a night of it. Yes, because, I've heard it's you so know, funny. Having gone to Disneyland, you know, Haunted Mansion it's is just, just, yeah, it's so fun. Signature. And so I thought they did a great job of, yeah, like making it kind of cute and funny, but staying true to the ride, really. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just so well done. And so my Luke watched that at four. And I think there was a part or two that kind of creeped him out. But like, again, didn't have any problems at bedtime. Nothing like that. Did the ride Haunted Mansion scare Luke? It still does. Oh, it still does. Yes. So he's scared. So my children lean scared. And so with this whole conversation, I think you know your kids, first of all. I think your kids lean one way or another and like some are just no fear. They don't think about it really. They watch it, move on, whatever. My kids have just like never like Haunted Mansion has scared them all from day one. Pirates has scared them all from day one. Interesting. The ride Pirates of the Caribbean, but they get over it. But Luke has lasted the longest for sure. Yeah. And do you think that's just, yeah, that's just their nature? Or do you think it's the lack of exposure? I think it's both. That they don't know how to handle it quite because they just don't know scary yet. I have very much put a bubble around them and tried to like protect them from exposure to those things. We don't watch a lot of, I don't really allow 
the goosebump shows and things like that to this degree. I am pretty like controlling when it comes to media and what they have exposure to. Um, so I what think about, it's both. What about Scooby-Doo? Yeah. This year I introduced them to Scooby-Doo and I don't think they've watched the whole thing yet. I think they were bored by it. Oh, okay. So yeah. I did, it was on my HBO Max. I went through HBO Max and like tried to find some like more seasonal fun things that I was good with. And that's on the list and they didn't like even follow through with it. Because I will say, I think the newer yeah. Scooby-Doo's, they actually really play up the scary guy in the graphics and stuff. So, I mean, it's like kind of like a thrill, like it's scary. Yeah. You but know, I they think, don't, it's I not old cartoons. Freddy, I think the Freddie Prince Jr. versions that came out like yeah. 15 years ago I with Sarah Michelle. Those. Yeah, I think they're safe. I think yeah. they're really good for Kate and Evie, like. Yes. You know, he's a cute boy. She's right. a cute girl. They kind of flirt a little. Like, there's a mystery. Like, for me, that's totally a- appropriate yeah, for their absolutely. age. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so, yeah. I do think for, like, my Luke and um, Landon's probably on the border, but there's such a difference between animation and then moving to real live oh, action. Yeah. Yep. Something to think about, too. So, I think when it's live action... It does oh, become yes. more concrete. More real. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course. And it's kind of like, it's interesting when you do like think about TV and what they're consuming. It's all cartoons for so long. Mm-hmm. It's all like animated, pretend, fantasy, this or that. And then when you do kind of make the switch to Disney Channel, live action or Henry Danger or this or that, it's I mean, I literally have had the conversations of like, wait, mom, are they like doing this right now? Like, they don't really understand what's going on. People, yeah, they're like, wait, is are they like, how are we watching this? Like, you know, like I remember Kate asking me those questions, and I'm like, no, they're actors and they're playing pretend and they video it and this or that, whatever. So it's just funny to make that jump. First of all, Um, were your kids ever scared of Monsters Inc.? No, no. Were yours? I don't think they were, but I remember being nervous about it before I showed it to them. I don't know why. I think just introducing the concept of a monster being in your Your closet closet. gave me some nerves because I remember again being a child, what nervous that there were people in my closet or under my bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had major anxieties as a child. I slept with my parents till I was probably eight years old. Mm -hmm. No lie. Yeah. And so and I, what do you think triggered that? I have no, I think I naturally a more anxious person. Just more on edge. Yeah. I think I'm naturally a more analytical person, mm-hmm. just like my Kate. I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking. I'm always analyzing things just by nature. It's just who I am. And so I think there's all those factors working against me where I'm not so much a in the moment, free going, oh, that was fun. Forget it. I like, think about things after I consume it. Absolutely, yeah. So I think it was all of that. And then I had, my brother was almost four years older than me. And I think the youngest just sees more. Oh, yes. It's kind of what we were talking about with the switch. Like the youngest just kind of gets lumped into the older content. Absolutely. Because, I mean, there's no, my, I'm the first one to say mine does that. Like he's going to see things way sooner than Cater Landon. I mean, it's just natural. No, it absolutely is. I mean, even just kind of like, but you're also just introducing even like um, Marvel, like, and Tristan is totally probably capable and ready for those shows. 
but then the other boys want to watch them and they are more intense and more violent and 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 marvel really at the end of the day is is produced for adults oh, like yeah. that is not geared towards right. kids right. but they are their superheroes and they love them so they want to see these movies yes. so it is kind of like tricky because like i mean and marvel's not even scary it's just more of like mature action yeah violence per right. se right um you know i probably will get mixed reactions to this but like tristan really wanted to watch stranger things yes. and that got oh, i think a ton of kids his age well, watch stranger things the fourth season and most recent is very creepy and very dark. And it's about um, this like underworld creature that kind of looks like a zombie per se. And he's the main part of the fourth season. Really? Uh, the very first season, let's be real, is like this cute 80s like ghost story, kind of like an E.T. Like that's kind of how I put it. I When he first asked me, I was like E.T. I watched E.T. when I was probably like seven. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Stranger Things is a modern day E.T. And of course, with everything in life, it's just a more advanced um, scenery. uh, It's leveled up. Yes, it's a right special effect, storyline. But it's still a bunch of literal sixth graders chasing after an alien. That's like what it is. It's just a little more intense. So I kind of was like, and he, he just knew friends and a cousin that was watching it. And he really wanted to. So I was like, okay, you can watch season one. And the one thing I was more concerned about, not even the aliens, was I can remember there's one scene where the main two characters kind of roll around in bed together. They like, they're not even naked or anything like, or presuming to be naked, but they, they are making out. And I think she has a bra on. And that's what I was concerned about. I was like, I don't want him to see that. They're like 16. They're like high schoolers, you know, like, and it's the two older kids. And then there's like five, seventh graders or whatever. Um, So that's what I was like, okay, we're going to fast forward this part. But then like, the aliens, I was a little nervous because Tristan is my scared one at night, but it is just funny how he can separate aliens and monsters to like yes. break-ins and murders. That is and so, so true. He, he didn't even, it didn't even face him. Yeah. So it didn't even face they him. They were saying, I was actually reading up on this and they were saying that there is an actual age where they can start to really delineate the difference between reality and and supernatural or, or even movies, scary stories, even yep. make believe, right. pretend um, all of that. It doesn't even have to do with like um, scariness. It's like dramatic situations or earthquakes or, you know, anything. They right. can start to really like separate their reality and, oh, this is not real. Yeah. That type of thing. Interesting. And I think they were saying it was around the age of eight that that mm-hmm. really sets in. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of gets more solidified like yeah. as they get older. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And when I was reading about it, they were just saying like, you know, if you do have a child who does lean more towards anxiety or you know, gets nervous or gets overwhelmed in situations, stuff like that. Maybe this is something to be really aware of because Mm -hmm. it can like produce and not even at bedtime, but it can produce more anxious feelings like depending on what they view, you know. But I also would say in the same notion that you can't like hide it forever and you don't want them to have some nervous breakdown when they're forced into a haunted house at 19 with their friends because they never consumed it. I mean, I think there's like a natural pace to it. And I don't, and even if you do have a more anxious child, 
like being aware of that and like like you yes. said, suggesting maybe slowly but surely some of the movies you mentioned and easing into it. Hocus Pocus is like a staple of my childhood. So I know. Like truly, if I had to name five movies, Hocus yeah. Pocus would be right at the top. Loved it. I loved the story. I loved it around Halloween. I loved just kind of the excitement and the spookiness and Max was cute and the witches and just everything about it. And I just, it, it was just, it's just an important movie to me. Yeah. I like loved yeah. it. Have and you so seen the second one? The new one, one came out okay. this year. Yeah. And I really wanted it to be special to my kids too. I have not sat down and watched it start to finish. I heard it's only okay. Oh, really? It's not the best sequel. Cute. But all three of the witches are back with a whole new storyline. And I was like, we did like a movie night with our neighbors and we did a root beer um, float brew and so all this stuff cute. because I wanted it to be kind of a memory for them. I think there are like little movie moments that can really like stand out. And like we totally. say, kind of making those memories. Define the seasons. Define it. Totally. Yes. And so I like Hocus Pocus is special to me. So I wanted it to be special to them. And I don't know. We'll see if it is. But I love that. I really want it. I need to finish, start to finish yeah, the second. I have not sat okay. down through it. Oh, I know. I think I think it's such a fun one, too. And I know I'm going to get there. I really am. But it's Hocus just Pocus. Kate would love, she, oh, love I know. it. You I'm not should, at all worried you about her. You her should get in your bed one night and put the boys to bed and you guys should watch oh, it. Even Landon. I'm not worried about him either. Because again, I know his character and he is my brave one and like all of that. Knowing that Luke, A, he's old, youngest. And then B, knowing he is more cautious. And he is probably right now my more sensitive child. Like just more of the crier and the baby, truly the yeah, baby of the baby. family. And so it's more of like, I want so badly to have these like family experiences, but it's like gauging it and not traumatizing him or, you know, being sensitive to it and making sure they're all seeing their age appropriate stuff. But she has to watch Hocus Pocus. We're going to make that happen. I, and it's funny because I do think you can lump a bunch of the Harry Potters, the Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings is just next level scary. I have never I think, seen that. Oh, Lord of the Rings never. is very, like, I haven't seen it in probably 15 years. But what I can remember is it just being a very intense, darker story. Harry Potter's pretty dark too, but like in like a, like a fun, youthful magical way, way, magical yeah. way. But like Lord of the Rings the is imagery. just kind of like intense yeah, and right. dark. And it's PG-13, but I just don't think like I would want my kids watching that for a long time. Um but it is interesting to see just how even like dark Harry Potter is. And it really is. And each book gets darker as he grows up. And it is like a more mature story. But yet it's just this young youth book that every child loves. I know. And so it is like a fine balance of like, un yeah, just like when and what and just feeling good about it. And just the imagery. I know. Um, I read a great tip when I was reading about this a while ago that just really, it was like a child psychologist or something. And she was just saying, like, viewing things together as a family is always like the best approach. Um, you know, like making it fun, like you said, because then that way, like, you're there, you can gauge stuff. If you want to make it fun and cover their eyes, like whatever, for certain parts, like you can do that. And then also, like for your older kids, the other takeaway that I remember reading is that she just really pointed out like to tell your kids 
Because, right, we can't control what they see when they're not in the house. And that becomes a real factor, like, real quick. Like, yeah, it really when they're does. going to friends' houses and, like, this or that. And so just kind of making it a point to kind of explain to your children at some point, like, there's so much stuff out there, like, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. And this could be, this could be for, like, anything. Porn, inappropriateness, anything, or just stuff that's not age appropriate yeah. that they just aren't mature enough to handle yet. Oh yeah. Or process really. And so she makes the point of just kind of explaining to them like, Hey, memory's a thing. And like, especially things that you're kind of more traumatized by your memory's going to hold on to those. Oh yeah. And like, you can't unsee it. Absolutely. And so she was like, kind of like just truly being upfront with your kids about that and preparing them that, Hey, if they're ever at a house or whatever, that it's okay just to like get up, fake a headache if you have to, like give them a game plan. If they, they're they feeling scared or overwhelmed and want to get the heck out or whatever, don't want to watch that or something, give them some out, like have a plan to, you know, where they can still save grace and be cool and whatever. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Like go to the bathroom, secretly call me, I'll call you, like whatever. No, I can think of a, you know what, this is a funny story that just came to my mind. Um, you know, growing up, and I still don't really watch R-rated movies, and growing up, we never could watch an R-rated movie. And I can remember, I had a group of friends come over one time, and people knew that I, like, probably wouldn't watch certain movies, or I never was like, I don't watch R-rated, but I think they kind of, like, learn that quick. I had this one friend, and I, I, I guess, how can you call her a friend, is kind of a weird situation. She literally brought a movie over and put it in a different cover. And it was a movie called Road Trip. It was back from like a 90s movie. Yeah, probably. Just come crassed wild movie, an R-rated movie. And she brought it over in another cover and was like, oh, let's watch this movie. Wanting me to watch it at my house. We were at my own house. Oh my gosh. I don't know if my parents were home or not or what. And I remember feeling even uncomfortable right then and there having to like make a decision. Like, I know my mom and dad would not want me to watch this. And she even like tricked me into it. Like, oh and I was like, <clears throat> yeah. And again, like, and all these kids were over. And I'm like, I remember being like, we're not going to watch that movie. No, I'm, and I, I probably said, my parents will not let yeah. me watch that. Like, I don't want them to come home or whatever. Uh-huh. But I remember being like, oh my gosh, so thrown off that like, even in that situation, and it, a girl I thought was my friend, you know, just being so like put in an uncomfortable situation. Oh, and you no. can just think of countless times where you're like, you're in an uncomfortable movie or moment, or is there anything worse than watching a sex scene with like your parents oh, in the couch on the right? couch? Oh my gosh, it's still all to just, this day. Yeah, you're kind just like, of. Uh, where's I the know. remote? That's that's I know. forward. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. It's like the worst. But yeah, I love that. Having a game plan. And now that kids have phones, like I know like my son could easily text me and be like, hey, mom, come get me. And I'll just be like, yeah, it's just like preparing them ahead of time. I think it just always, it helps reduce like the anxiety when they get in that situation of like, hey, just make me the bad guy. Like put it on me. I'm here. I'll I'll come cry. I'll make something up. Well, and I think you. too, like having that dialogue for ratings and and what is out there. We talked about this a little bit last week, Don't like social that they social know. media. Yeah, because let's be real, movies are not like they once were on uh, at the movie theater. Everything is accessible by streaming, and that means PG thirteen. That means R for all up ages. Too. And and let, then let's talk about MA. Anything mature 
a TV show they think is going to be one way and it's language, it's possible sex, all sorts of things. So I think having a discussion with your preteens and teenagers that there's stuff out there, Netflix, all, all the things, even Disney Plus, you need to be aware of what you're watching. And if it's uncomfortable or as we said last week, inappropriate, like text me, go to the bathroom. Let's get out of there. That's not for you. I'm on your side. It's yeah. not worth it. All the things. Before we go any further, we want to tell you about Stitch Fix. Using their Style Finder quiz, Stitch Fix curates your perfect, most flattering wardrobe, keeping you trendy within your budget. There's no subscription required and no hidden fees. And shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. Heading into the holiday season, we all want to be on trend with the perfect outfit for the party. So let the stylist at Stitch Fix help you find a wardrobe that will be just perfect. I use this and I have found some of my favorite pieces that I never would have known about if it weren't for Stitch Fix. While you're listening, go on over to our show notes and click the link for Stitch Fix and use the code MOMVOICE for 20% off at checkout. And don't forget, you can always head over to themomvoice.com and click shop the show to see all of our sponsors and discounts. Now back to the show. We hope you have a good Halloween night. It's a good one and a safe one for everybody. We are going to be out there trick-or-treating. Yeah. And there's nothing more fun than like watching a good movie while the trick-or-treaters come to the door. I know. We're kind of like slowly getting to the I'm point. Not there yet, Lauren. That maybe my kids can go out alone. We just kind of have a certain little like yeah. section of our area that like I feel like I would be comfortable with my kids just going. I right know. now, dad still goes, but... I know. I always got to have like a fun movie on. I know. I hope you don't think I'm too much of a helicopter mom by listening to this episode. No. That like, oh, she's so crazy. She she like controls that much of what her kids watch. But I don't know. I think it's a great thing. If anything, I've been too like wheels off on like letting them. But like my kids can handle what they've seen. So whatever. I mean, and I guess that's like. I mean, George is the worst. He's the one pulling out all the gremlins. The 80s movies and Uh, showing the crap like. Witches. Which. He has Last shown year. the kids which yes we, we did, talked about we talked that, about didn't witches I? witches he like that scared the hell out of me as a child Willow what's I don't know Willow you don't know Willow I've never seen it oh girl. I've never seen Gremlins I I don't think I've actually truly watched Gremlins either Ugh. um those All are the so 80s weird. movies even um I was just gonna say oh even though it's not like super spooky but it's still kind of a little creepy Jumanji scared me Princess Bride Princess Bride's weird oh the rats and stuff yeah. like there's just there's so many there's so many. There's always something a little edgy in there. You're like, ooh. I know. Well, no, we hope you guys have a great night. And we are going to wrap this one up with our hits and misses of the week. What was your miss, Lauren? My miss is I need to drink more water. Yeah, we all do. I am like drinking too much caffeine through the day. Absolutely. And I am just not drinking enough water. And and I know it. How do you know that? Is your pee like bright orange? Actually, it's not so bad right this moment. But I just know I'm not consuming enough water. But like, Like, I reach for a Diet Coke. I reach for like something else. I reach for, um, like, I am into, I will say I am into um, Mix Hers right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll make a Mix Her drink. And water, it is more water-based, but sometimes I mix it with like a soda or something. And it's like, no, I just know I have to drink more. Do you like the taste of water or water do you like drinking water no not really okay I do it because I have to right okay see I go in and out because I don't know what it is but 
first thing in the morning, I crave water. Yeah. Like so thirsty. I know it's that I live in the desert and I just feel dry and all the things. Oh, I think it's off of what I eat. If I eat something somewhat salty the night before, oh, I like so thirsty. Yeah. Sushi or pizza or there's certain things where I'm like... I need Maybe water. That is what it is. Yeah. Because I'm prob- salting everything all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I will drink like sodas, whatever, throughout the day, occasionally water. But then come nighttime, 7 p.m., I am so thirsty for water. Yeah. I probably drink four full glasses before I go to bed. That's great. Crazy. But then you pee all night. I start it earlier. And so yeah. I'm peeing it out by the time yeah. I go to bed. Oh, good. But yeah, no. And wild. if I was doing that, I would even feel better. But I really just don't think I carve out enough time. It's like a conscious yeah. thought. Yeah. Like I have to be like, okay, go get a mug of water. I like know. you know, I I I like the Stanleys. I like the thing. So it's like fill it up with water. Yeah. Do it. Mad water. respect to the to the homies out there who carry around that huge water jug all day. Oh yes. Mad respect. And I have sisters that just carry around yeah. water bottles all day and drink I, the water. I, I, and I I'm like them everywhere. I'm, I'm like, like that's good and that's impressive. I just I need to be better. I, I got to be better. I totally agree. My mess of the week is a super frustrating one. I got this wild hair um about a week ago. To get in my backyard and like trim bushes, blow every leaf like it was perfectly clean. You know, I have these bushes in my backyard that have these little orange flowers on them. And I swear the wind knocks them off and they get everywhere. Word to the wise. Think about your landscaping before you put it in and like the maintenance of it all. Yes, yes. Um, I hate them. It drives yeah. me nuts because I like a very tidy like area, whatever. Okay. I get out there. I'm not even kidding. Spend two hours in my little backyard. I get a full on blister on my hand that took two weeks to resolve. It hurts so bad. And I'm not kidding, Lauren. We got one of our storms. I know we did. And literally the next day, it's all right back on the floor. Is there anything worse? I'm I'm like, I'm like, why do the weather gods hate me so much? Well, can't you just take one of those blowers and just blow it up in a corner? Do you know how much work it is? There's, I'm not talking about a few flowers. We're talking about, and they're hard to get to behind my pool. So I'm climbing over crap, getting behind the wall. Oh, such a beat down. I was like, why do I try? I'm literally like, why do I try? For a place really? that doesn't get a lot of wet weather, we've gotten a lot of weather. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of, <clears> and I welcome it. I'm yeah, all for we've it. We've had a lot of weather lately. I like, learned my lesson. I know, dude. I know. Okay, what was your hit of the week? Sorry, hit. Yeah, and I guess mine. Um, echoing that, it's just we're getting lovely days and cool mornings. And I know most of you have had that for a few weeks, but we are catching up, and it just is so nice to have some cooler weather around. The gaming and, consoles are starting yep, to go away. Everyone's playing outside. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the fun things. So it's just been just so so nice. Yes. Do you feel like you have kids at your house all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I always do. Yeah. Like, it's just the in and out. You have a huge front yard. The revolving door. Yes. You have the football. We're doing doing the um, winter grass right now. Oh, yeah. So no one's in the lawn right now. So, but give it a week or two. They'll probably be playing football out there. Oh, so fun. Yeah. My hit of the week. You're going to be so proud of me, Lauren. Oh, I took it upon myself this pat this week actually to lay in bed with each of my children at bedtime and read twenty minutes with them on the same night or every like each night. I did it twice on the same night. Ooh, all three. Wow! Wow! Started with wow. Luke and we read the biscuit books. 
And he read some biscuit books and that maybe I did 15 with him, you know, because he's not really reading. Mom's doing the reading. Yep. Then I went to Landon and he was reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And we did the full 20 minutes, lights off, bedtime. Then I go to Kate using her little timer thing that I told you guys about at Barnes and Noble on one of my episodes. It like you can set the time. We read Babysitter's Club together and... That's the one I really need to go lay with her every single night. She just thrives when I'm in there with her and reading with her. So are you just laying there listening? Are you sitting, correcting words? Yeah, I was correcting words. I was following along. And then with her, I think I've mentioned this before, but we kind of struggle with comprehension. Um, And so I would stop every time like they kind of move on to a new point, you know, and I'd be like asking her a couple questions and she got them. And I was like, good, just to kind of like refresh her. Yep. We need to, I, I feel like I need to kind of help her with that of like, okay, what, what did we just kind of learn? Because then you can start to be a quick reader. Yep. Like when you start to kind of filter out all the unnecessary, you can kind of start picking up on like what's going on. Yep. Or at least that's how I would read later on in life. You know, I would look for like key sentences and stuff. I didn't read every single word in the book. Did you? When you would read a book? If it's a book, yes. Oh, if it I was like a did. homework passage, yeah. I would skim through like, where's the highlight oh, see, words? Opposite. I would read intently on the homework, but on novels, I would read like the first two sentences, skim the middle, last. Serious? Oh yeah, I'd fly through books. In a novel? Yeah. But don't you want to know the conversation or what's going on? I got on? time for that, girl. Oh, see, I and know. for like homework, I'm just like looking for the answer. I know how to look <laughs> for like the... The key words. I'm like, okay, yep. We did this oh, just yesterday. So, we are so opposites. It's so funny. But anyway, I just, I, I know that sounds like, well, good for you. Good for you no, for doing but that. That's like something, but it was a goal like, of yours. Oh yeah. my gosh. I was so proud of myself because I can't, I could count on my hand the times I've actually read with my children. I know. It's sad. I know. Truly sad. But I'm being honest because I know a lot of you out there struggle with it, too. And the last thing you want to do after a really, really long day and serving everybody and doing everything and working and dinner and all the things and you've got laundry to do and nine other, I mean, all the things. You don't want to go sit an additional 20, 30 minutes and listen to the Babysitter's Club. I know. Yeah. You know, you just don't. Yeah. You want to scroll your phone or something. But, you know, I you took one. It. I took one for the team. So I'll report back if I'm being consistent with it. Good for you. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Well, that is the show we have for you today. Again, happy Halloween. I know. Have such a fun day with the kiddos and make a memory. I know. We hope you have a great Halloween night. It's a safe one. Your kids don't get too much candy to where they're on that candy high all week long. It's always the battle, right? Like, are we filtering the candy throughout the week? Do you take the candy bag? Do you hide it? I mean, what have you done in the past? Just really, really quick. I always confiscate the the bags. I like the first day, I kind of let them have a free for all. Just go crazy. Yeah. Like they get to just eat so much. And then I take the bags and I put them up high and then it's kind of like for the first day or two, like, okay, you can pick a treat lunch, or pick it in lunch. lunch. Boxes. And it's where they forget about it. They them. do too. Mine do too. Totally. It's like, and it's like, I'll hold on to it for like, oh, we're going to the movies. Grab yeah. five pieces. Let's go. Totally. Like whatever. Yeah. But I do. I know. it kind of phases out that I don't feel like I have to play Mr. Bad Guy. It's kind of like. I agree. And I don't sell it or trade it or anything. I don't do that. I We've talked either. about that in the past. Yeah. And I think there's some major value to that. It's just my kids, like they 
they like love it. It's so the experience. It's important to them. So it's I don't want to take it night, away. The experience, yes. the gathering it, the trick-or-treating it's, part. Yes. Yeah. So I, I agree. It's fine. Mine kind of get burned out of it too. So anyway, we digress. Thanks so much for joining us here. We are back next Monday with a brand new episode of The Mom Voice. If you haven't yet, please jump over wherever you listen. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button so you get all of our new content. We have some fun things on the horizon planned to kind of close out the year. So make sure you're following us there. You can also find us on socials at... Yes, the Mom Voice Podcast. The Mom Voice Podcast. We are over there and that's probably the best way to interact with us. I mean, we're there throughout the week. You can send us a DM. We see all the comments on your on anything we post or anything like that. We really appreciate those of you who do say hi. And we feel like we know you now. We yeah. really do. We're oh, friends. for sure. We are mom friends now. We all are. So with that, Lauren, is there anything else? Happy Halloween. All right, guys. We hope you get some sleep tonight. Yep. Take care of each <laughs> Talk other. To you next week. Bye-bye.